How long, O Lord, will I call for help and you will not hear? I cry out to you, violence. I will stand on my guard post, so I may reply when I am reproved. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Stephen Charnock wrote these wonderful words as he described God's omnipotence. How vain would be the eternal counsels if power did not step in to execute them. Without power, his mercy would be but feeble pity, his promises an empty sound, his threatenings a mere scarecrow. God's power is like himself, infinite, eternal, incomprehensible. It can neither be checked, restrained, nor frustrated by the creature. The prophet Habakkuk understood that God is omnipotent. He prayed accordingly. The beginning of his prayer is recorded for us in Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet, according to Shigianoth. Lord, I have heard the report about you, and I fear. O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. God comes from Timon, and the Holy One from Mount Paran. His splendor covers the heavens, and the earth is full of His praise. His radiance is like the sunlight. He has rays flashing from His hand, and there is the hiding of His power. At the beginning of this book, Habakkuk cries out to Yahweh that the sin of Israel would be dealt with, that the Lord would punish them for their sin. The prophet had been witnessing iniquity and wickedness. There was violence, destruction, justice was being perverted because God's people were ignoring God's law. And the Lord responds by telling the prophet that punishment was indeed coming. Coming through the Babylonians. And Habakkuk wondered, how is it possible those even more wicked than us would be used by God to punish us. Yet in chapter 2, Habakkuk acknowledges that he would wait. He would wait for an answer from our triune God. And he recognized that Jehovah would respond in such a way that Habakkuk would be reproved. After God pronounces five woes, and that closes out chapter 2 of the book, Habakkuk engages in prayer. We have that in chapter 3. The ending of that prayer is very well known to most. Habakkuk is basically saying, if everything around me, all of the things necessary, were to fail, yet I will exult in God. I will rejoice in God. But what we have at the beginning of his prayer, that which we have in our text, is extremely important to understanding how Habakkuk could pray in such a way. The prophet knew that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are omnipotent. The prophet knew the multiple ways in which God's omnipotence had been displayed throughout history. 
And yet, Habakkuk says, even in all of that, there is the hiding of his power. Habakkuk could ask the questions he did in sincerity. He could plead for mercy during a time of judgment. And he could do both with confidence because he knew that God is all-powerful. He knew that no purpose of the Lord's could ever be thwarted. And we read in these verses that even as the Lord reveals himself, to borrow a phrase from Kyle and Dillich, in sun-like splendor, his omnipotence is still hidden. God's omnipotence means that he can do everything that is in harmony with his being. And as he is infinite in his essence, so he is infinite in his power and strength to act according to his good pleasure. There are no limits to or of his strength. By his power, he spoke creation into existence. By his power, he governs all creation. We call that providence. By his power, he works contrary to nature at times. We call those miracles. He provides life to the dead. He gives redemption to wicked sinners. He perfects forever those whom he loves. And in his omnipotence, he is able to do far more than we can imagine and even more than he has already done. Because of his power, because of his omnipotence, God cannot die, he cannot change, he cannot lie, he cannot deny himself, he cannot tempt or be tempted by sin, and he cannot contradict himself. And therefore, his word, the Holy Scriptures, never contradict themselves. And they tell us that in Christ we experience the surpassing greatness of God's power. And so we are not to fear, but we are to fall down in joyful worship of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Scripture tells us that we know that when God is for us, it matters not who is against us. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.